Hello, Warriors. Anthony Chasmuth here from Simple Creative Marketing, and we are on day five of my 30 days of podcasting craziness. And uh, today's topic is going to be why B2B and professional services businesses fail at content marketing. So I'm going to talk about that, and uh, I'll also share some tips on how you can actually market your uh, services business uh, if you're in the b2b world uh, business to business world and uh, some of the insights i've learned over 10 years of marketing now in this space and um, just a lot of trial and error and also just working through uh, and understanding what you know what is working and what's not working so if you uh, run a b2b business or you you know work in professional services so we're talking about accountants bookkeepers um, coaches and consultants typically i work with with those types of people and those types of small businesses uh, financial services um, va services anything to do with services really that's what we're talking about i also work with software companies and and, um, agencies as well Uh, but for this particular episode we're talking about b2b and professional services so let's get into it i'm going to if you're on the facebook live with me uh say hello and uh, thank you for joining and i hope you get a lot of wisdom from this all right uh so here we go let's just do a quick share screen and i hope you can see that all right so let's get into it um so why do B2B and professional services businesses fail at content marketing? I'm going to outline five reasons uh, that I've uncovered and learned over the years. And you know, this is coming from uh, running a content agency and struggling to work it out for myself, but also working with different clients. Uh, I've worked with uh, several coaches and consultants and an accounting firm um, and other types of businesses. And this is what I've uh, what really became apparent, right? So number one, having an unclear brand and value proposition, right? So um, what I've seen is, and you would know, right? That buyers, you know, when you're a buyer and you're looking to hire someone to take care of a specific problem for you, uh, particularly a service, you're looking for results. You're looking for an outcome, okay? You just, you don't want information. Like that's not what you need. You might want enough information to understand what the service might do for you uh, and and perhaps their approach. Uh, and then if they have any credibility. So these are the things that you're looking for. Uh, but you also want to know that the particular business before you hand over any money is going to deliver on the promise, whatever that might be, okay? Uh, so when it comes to content, uh, B2B services need to go beyond just information, right? Um, you want your buyers, prospective buyers, to understand what your business is. Uh, uh, you know, uh, they, you want them to connect to you as a business owner, okay? So you do want to have some personalization. You don't want to just be a logo and hide behind a logo. I know some people will disagree with me on this one, and that's that's fine. You know, you can try and you, go ahead and do that. Like, I'm not saying don't do that. Um, but for me, what I've experienced and seen that, for a lot of, particularly in the business where it relies on trust, um, having access to the business owner or you know someone within the company it doesn't have to always be the business owner, but having some kind of face to the business to the brand is 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 quite useful. All right, um, so you want to really think about that, and you want to go beyond what you can do for them, and really look at you know what is the mission and purpose and the vision of the business uh, beyond 
just the thing that you do. Okay, now a good starting point for this is to read uh, or listen to the audiobook from Simon Sinek, Start With Why. Uh, there are fantastic examples of businesses that are doing and also you will learn if you Google uh, on YouTube, we'll go to YouTube and search for Simon Sinek's um, Golden Circle TED Talk, uh, the Start With Why TED Talk. That's a really good place to begin to understand this for yourself. Okay, that's number one, a clear brand and value proposition. Uh, and just a note on brand, when I talk about brand, what I mean by that really is that uh, it's what you know the market or people around you are saying about your business. What are your clients saying? What are your partners saying? What is your community saying? Right? It's not what you are necessarily um, going out there and preaching, but it's it's you know the things that that uh, it's a perception. Okay, so that's what we're we're really getting into, uh, and that's uh, something that you need to really nail down. All right. So number two is leading with product or service instead of building an audience first. Uh, so here at SCM, we really advocate an audience and education first approach to marketing because I've seen just too many businesses try to lead with the product uh, or the service first and then they fail, all right? So uh, in this, I've got an, uh, an article which I'll link to uh, in the show notes here, which will actually detail some example, give some examples of businesses that are, are doing this right. So you can check those out. But the whole point of this is education first and look at you know, having that audience uh, of people who are you know interested in what you do, the problems that you solve, uh, and obviously people and businesses like themselves. Okay, so leading that's problem number two is leading with product or service instead of building the audience first. Uh, number three is focusing on the wrong content. And what I've seen here, uh, small businesses can inadvertently, inadvertently get stuck in producing parallel content instead of core content uh, that results in more customers. And the difference between, par- like to give a definition of parallel content, this is the type of content that might be industri- interesting, like industry news, you right? Something's happening uh, and innovation may be happening in your industry, you know, with the type of tools that you use or, or something like that, um, which is really interesting for, you know, putting some some PR news. Maybe you've, you know, it's more like a yeah, that's interesting. But how does it actually help your buyer solve the problem that they have, right? So if you go producing content that it says, okay, this is a new thing, you know, a new law that's been implemented in your industry, and that's affecting your industry in, in some way. How does that affect? You need to kind of, kind of take that and then go, okay, well, how does it affect the buyer or your customer? Okay. Does it affect them at all? Do they need to? Is it again? Is it information or is it relevant uh, and useful to them? All right. Uh, staying on this theme of focusing on the wrong content, I see a lot of small businesses focus too much on inbound and, and basically trying to um, put out a ton, of, you know, a bucket load of content um, to try and draw and attract leads and sales um and just not enough or, or zero focus on outbound which is mean which means outreach right so actually um another way to put this is like hunting going uh and searching for the businesses that you want to work with the ones that you think are that you know or, or feel that are a good fit for for you know your ideal uh client and then actually sending them connect requests on linkedin um sending them emails you know uh reaching out to them on social media, whatever it may be, and then just essentially prospecting and then working through a sales process uh, of outreach, okay? Uh, And that's what we call outbound. And I see a lot of small businesses 
essentially avoiding that process for, for whatever reason um and you know that can be really detri- at your detriment right so that's another issue with focusing on the wrong content um or the wrong content approach in that case and then the third one here or also connected to this particular theme is just too much how to and not enough like demonstration or proof that what you're doing um, is working for you and your clients, right? So not sharing enough customer success stories or case studies. And that's why I'm really big on case study marketing. If you've been following me and listening to my podcast and whatever else, I'm just, you know, just repeating this message more customer success stories more case studies put them out there show uh don't tell like really uh, demonstrate that what you do works okay and works repeatedly for different customers that you uh support all right number three uh you know number three reason why b2b and professional services businesses fail content marketing is focusing on the wrong content and number four is limited spray and pray content promotion right so um this one is just creating some content and putting it everywhere or um just trying you know four or five different social media channels or different ways of promotion but not really having a plan and a content strategy around why you're doing that Um, it's not enough to create a blog post or a video and just throw it on on your site and then push it out to all your social media channels um you, you really now before you, you you challenge me and say well and if you're doing that um i'm doing it with a strategy in mind like there, there is a particular reason why i've chosen the channels i've chosen i'm not in all of them uh and it's it's i know th- there are specific reasons why i'm testing the channels that i'm testing okay and if you watch or listen to my previous episode where i talk about how i turn one video into 18 uh, separate content pieces that i put up for social media you can actually see the strategy and you can see the channels i've chosen um and i'm actually actively engaging in in different channels right and they each one of those channels has actually uh, brought leads to my business so that's something that i know uh, that's why i'm there okay so something that you can actually think about for yourself now i've got a note here saying effective content marketing is not about how many people we reach but about reaching the right people okay and i'll just uh you know stand by that all day long okay um, what i've seen are the smartest business owners really create content across a host of media written audio and video uh, and they're doing it strategically right um and they know where their ideal customers can be found they know how to reach them and they they know how to to come across as credible to them right so it's uh and if you're just starting out uh, you know you can just really start off by it's better to simplify to one primary channel and get that working well so if you know that your ideal prospects and customers are hanging out on linkedin because that's a professional uh, network that's where a lot of b2b activity happens uh, then focus there and you know come up with a system to produce content to generate leads to do your a mix of inbound and outbound uh, and then move once you've got that working right then you can move on to testing others but if you try to go for four or five different channels at once and you're not really measuring and tracking and um, you don't really have a system in place for for making all, all of that work it's just going to put you in overwhelm okay so limited spray and pray content com- uh, promotions number four number five is selling way too soon and this is you know asking for the marriage before you ask for the date right so um content can be used to shorten the sales cycle but when the business is only focused on getting cash right now so if you are in a 
cash tight situation and you need to get sales you know coming through the door in the next 30 days um then you're really and you're just pushing out content which everything that you push out is you know buy from me buy from me buy from me okay what you're really doing is energetically you're pushing everyone away from you because no one wants to work with desperation no one everyone feels that desperation and, and like think about it for yourself when someone has come across to you as desperate right how would you respond right in most cases you run away right so uh same thing happens in business so when you're just only focused on the sale then you're going to lose the important step which is you need to build the relationship okay so um you really want uh, to keep in mind that timing is everything and not just your own timing but timing for the prospective buyer are they ready to buy do are they educated enough do they know that they need your thing uh, and that they also want it from you okay and so in a future episode i'm going to talk about a concept uh, that i learned from the dent uh, key person of influence team which is um the 7411 concept and uh, uh I'll explain that much more further to you, but um, you can even go onto YouTube and search for Dent 7411 uh, and and, uh, find out more about that. But uh, coming back to the point here, selling way too soon. Okay, so that's that's the five. Uh, Quick recap. Number one, unclear brand and value proposition. Number two, leading with product or service instead of building an audience first. Number three, focusing on the wrong content. Number four, limited spray and pray content promotion and number five selling way too soon so we're going to wrap up this episode um we've just talked about why b2b and professional services businesses fail at content marketing and um i was going to talk about oh no let's just do it so there are three tips i'm going to give you right now for effectively marketing b2b and professional services number one is you want to differentiate through your brand identity your messaging and proven results right so most marketing is just same same you're not really standing out all right you're putting out the same type of content that other competitors are doing so it would uh behoove you to actually go and look at what they're doing what type of content is working for them uh what's not working for them and then look at how can you put out content that's a little bit different Um, and that comes through your stories right and you can actually share you know things like niching in on on your vision and your higher purpose what's your value proposition uh, and who you serve and also clarifying your own messaging to remove ambiguity ambiguity <laughs> that's like i say that word uh sharing compelling case studies and proven results of past projects and clients um and really that's what's going to make you stand out right here are my results okay uh, and here's the way we do it and this is what we believe in yeah uh, and the second thing is referrals this is really a uh, Word of mouth is, you know, number one in in B two B, and no matter how much digital marketers and whatever else will try and push to you that hey you gotta have this sales funnel thing up and running and all these sort of things, um, by far and wide when I talk to uh, services business owners, right, it's word of mouth like that's that's the winner, right. Um, and the common argument is, well, you know, you can't really track those and you can't control those. I disagree with that. Uh, you can actually set up a, you know, an ambassador program or something like that. Um, you can work with strategic, strategic partners to get you referrals. Uh, and it's really about adding value to past clients as well and asking for referrals from people who already know, like, and trust you, right? Um, so you can do things like implementing an ongoing client nurturing, feedback gathering and referral system. Uh, if you're familiar with NPS, that's something that I recently did for uh, B Ninjas, which is one of my the clients I've been working with in the accounting space, 
uh, and that's a really good investment in resources, right? So um, number two tip for effectively marketing your service business is referrals. Number three is partnerships, okay? So there are three types of partners that can really help you when it comes to spreading the word of what you're doing. So we've got uh, partnership type number one is a strategic partner. Uh, number two is a content partner and number three is a co-marketing partner okay and um, so strategic is more around okay we maybe you have uh, and now these can overlap right but strategic partner is someone where you your your business and their business and the services that you offer complement okay so you're not competing with each other and even if you are like you know I'm a copywriter and I might I've got another copywriter um, shout out to Jess um, who who we we share uh, leads with each other. So she specializes in health and wellness writing, and I focus more on, on the business startup entrepreneur uh, type content. And so you know, whenever we get a lead that comes through that you know is better suited to the other person, we will say, hey, you know, here's a here's a referral, and 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 you're better off writing for that person. And that's a strategic partner, even though we do similar things. Um, our focus is different. Okay, and that that's a an example of a strategic partner okay another strategic partner that i'm working with is the growth hub and they have a va service okay so they provide virtual assistance for coaches and consultants uh, and i obviously do the content and so you know for a similar type of audience and so we um are now currently collaborating on running a few workshops together because we can serve our audiences uh, together yeah so that's another example of a strategic strategic alliance uh and then we also do content together. We can create content. So the workshop, but also we can do Facebook lives and interviews and things like this. We can do uh, articles and create guides together. And then you've got co-marketing partners. So you might just have partners where you have an agreement to share your resources. So whether you, whenever you publish a, an article or a podcast episode, um, you send it to them and then they will share it out through to their audiences and vice versa. Okay. So three types of partnerships that you can look at. Um, I'm sure there are more, but they're ones that I've seen really work well for business to business. And so what you want to do here is identify and develop relationships with each uh, of these types of partners and then co-create relevant and high value content, right? So what I call digital assets uh, for them to distribute to the audiences, right? So if you have, excuse me, if you have a, you know, email course or a video uh, training series where you've got three or four videos, um, that teach a specific thing, right? And you can go to a co-marketing partner or a strategic partner and say, hey, I've got this asset here. Um, do you think this would be useful for your audience? Okay, and because you already know what their audience is, it's really easy for you to sell that. Okay, so you can say, well, I think this will be a benefit for your audience to learn this. Do you agree? All right, and then um, same thing for them. If they've got some kind of asset they've created, uh, they can give it to you and you can share it to your audience. Okay, so this is really, really a good way to build that kind of relationship and that will lead to referrals, right? So if you've got both the same or similar audiences, then, you know, you can really generate leads for each other that way. Okay, and the question I, I will leave you with here is, you know, why would you build an audience of 10,000 uh, randoms uh, yourself or random people with yourself when you can partner with someone who already has the audience, right? Uh, and then you can add value to them through quality content, okay? And this is really uh, something I've been doing this year is to partner with uh, specific organizations. Like I did a, uh, I spoke on a summit for Agora Pulse recently um, and that, you know, that uh, engagement led to, 100 people signing up to my email list 
okay, from that one talk. And, and that's me providing, teaching what I know uh, and then to the relevant audience and that audience, you know, going, hey, I like what this guy's up to. I want to sign up to his email list and find out more. Okay, so that's a really good example of partnerships. Okay, so just recapping this one, three tips for effectively marketing your professional services business or your B2B service. Uh, number one, differentiating through brand identity, messaging and proven results. Number two, referrals. And number three, partnerships. Uh, and so that's gonna, I'm going to wrap up this episode now. Uh, if you have any questions at all, throw them in the comments if you're in Facebook Live. Uh, even if you're watching the replay, I'm here to respond. And uh, if you want to ask me a question on the podcast, you can actually go to authenticinfluence.co forward slash ask uh, and there you can submit a question to me via audio by voice uh, and you might find that your voice will appear on one of my episodes all right so thanks for tuning in and look out for my next episode tomorrow Now, just quickly, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast, uh, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there. And also, if you are a conscious entrepreneur, got a professional services business, working B2B, uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up, serving others, and being real, then I invite you to join my Authentic Influence Warriors Facebook group. Uh, if you want to do that, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community. Okay, thanks for joining in, and I'll see you on the next episode.